Shalom Aleichem on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Dav Kuf, Babakama 100A, pagination 199. We're starting from the facing page at the bottom, four lines up. Hahi Itza, there was a woman. Da'achsa dinara l'rebichia. She showed a coin, a dinner, to Rebichia to ask him if it is an acceptable coin, she wanted to accept it as payment for something, and once she accepts it, she's stuck with it. She's going to want to be assured that she'll be able to spend it. Allah and Reb told her, Ma'al Yahu, it's a good coin. Lamacha the next day, Asoy Likamei, she came back to him, and she told him, I showed it to people, I wanted to spend it. Va'amruli, and they're telling me, Bishahu, it's a bad coin. It's not spendable. Valokanophically, and no one wants to take the coin from me in payment as currency. Amalilirav, Surabhiya, turned to Rav, his nephew, who was in charge of his finances. Zil Khalfe Nehalo. Go exchange it for her. In other words, take responsibility for the endorsement that I gave that the coin is a good one. The cost of Apinkasi, and write in my ledger, Den Esik Bish, it was a bad deal to endorse someone else's coins. I'm not getting paid for the business. I'm just giving my word. And then I end up with responsibility if for some reason I was wrong. Now, just some background over here. Rebchia was apparently very wealthy. He had Rav, his nephew, in charge of his finances. He needed an extra person. Rashi's words, Shomer Genozov, the person who guarded his wealth, his treasure house. Rabbi Wine, in his work on the Mishnah biographies, page 126, cites the Gemara Yerushalmi, Baba Metziah, in the fifth perek, Halacha Vav, that has Rabbi Chia as a flax merchant. And apparently he was asked to endorse the coin, he was well-versed in the topic. And that actually prompts the question of the Gemara, because we know that if a person is indeed an expert, and he made a mistake, there is such a concept as ones, that it's an accident beyond the ability of the person. Had he been an hedjot, had he not been an expert, he would be held liable. If he's an uman, if he's an expert, it's going to be classified as an ones in certain cases. And the Gemara therefore asks, Why is it that the experts would be absolved and Reb is taking responsibility? Because such people can't be expected to know the topic better than they already know it. And if they still made a mistake, it must be beyond 
what experts can do. And had you gone to a different expert, they also would have made a mistake. Uh, just guessing perhaps the dinner was uh, rubbed out in a certain way and it was a judgment call whether it was an acceptable one or not an acceptable one. And Rebchia said it's acceptable and then no one wants to take it. They're arguing with him perhaps. In any case, Rebchia is just as expert as the experts is the Gemara's assumption. He never would have gotten involved if he wasn't. Rebchia nami lav migmer kaboi Indeed, Reb Chia also, he had nothing to learn on the topic. He already knew the currency very well and what the rules were. Nevertheless, the reason he took responsibility for it and exchanged the coin for her was Reb Chia he was going beyond the letter of the law. Kiddetani Rav Yosef, as we learned in the section where Yisro advises Moshe about the court system that he believes should be created, Shemos Yud Ches, Pasuk Chaf, Ve'odata Lohem, you should inform them, Zebes Chayehem, that's their life. Es Haderach Zugmilus Chasadim, the way, that's Gemilus Chasadim, Yelchu Zubikr Cholim, to go, that's Bikr Cholim, visiting the sick, Ba zukivura, in it that refers to burial, as hamaase the deed, the act, zehadin that's law, asher yasun that you should do zulafnim mishuras hadin that's beyond the letter of the law. So there's a concept of beyond the letter of the law, and that's what Rabbiya was doing. This quote, once we're on the topic, is very worthwhile spending time on. We have statements that seem quite enigmatic. Vihodata lohem, you should inform them that's beis chayehem, that's the house of life, the way of life. So Rashi by us says, top line, Talmud Torah, to study Torah. In Baba Metziah, Daf Lamid, where this is also brought, Rashi explains it differently. He says, umnis to teach them a trade. How do you learn from Beis Chayehem? Or Lohem? you should inform them. That means Beis Chayehem, the stability of their life. So, when this statement of what's expected of the Jewish people is being made, it starts off that you're talking to them. You're talking to them means they're stable. Stable means they have Torah and they have a livelihood. In Shulchan Aruch or Achayim Kufnun Vav, the Mechaber describes the need for both Torah and a livelihood and Rashi, not to be mutually exclusive, one translation over the other, but this is what the Mishnah in Avos talked about. Torah im derech eretz. Torah together with a livelihood. Zebes chayeim. That gives them the stability of life. And then we can move on to discuss all the other things. Es haderech. The way to go. Zugmilus chasadim. This is acts of kindness. So the Mepharshim say that the first part of the Pasuk talked about 
chukim v'toros mitzvahs ben adam l'makom, so it was understood that what was being added on over here was ben adam l'chavero interpersonal. The next two are yelchu zubikur cholim to go. That's bikur cholim, but in it zukevura. That's burial. So the obvious question is: Aren't these two already included in gemilas chasadim acts of kindness of interpersonal? And Rashi points out that bikur cholim refers to ben gilo, even if a person has the same mazel as the ill person, so that he's going to end up diminishing the illness by taking a little bit on himself because he has the same mazel. And the case of Kivura burial is referring to Zakin Ve'ena Lafi an older person or, or a reputable person in such a way that the actual act of burial is not so honorable to him. He's nevertheless going to be obligated. So these are cases that even though they are gemilus chasadim, acts of kindness, they deserve to be mentioned individually. One of them, when you're taking upon yourself, there's like a physical loss, you're taking upon yourself part of the illness. And the other case, when the honor of the person is being diminished. So there's physical loss and there's loss of honor. Why do these two terms come to mean these things. So, Yelchu, to go, the Torah Tamima writes, is Bikur Cholim, because typically the ill person is in seclusion. Maybe it's to protect the ill person. Maybe it's to protect society. But somehow, the terminology regarding Bikur Cholim is usually they have to pick themselves up and go because the person was on his own. Ba, the Mefarshim say, uh, the Rifin and Yaakov, is Kivura because it's talking about in it, the way to go, that's walking on the path, but in the ground, in it, that's referring to burial, that's done in the ground. As Hama'asa, the deed, Zahadin, that's law. Uh, the concept here would appear to be that religion, by definition, is that the person would not have done this on his own, but the law is coming to tell him to do it. So, as Hamas, something that you're going to do that you wouldn't normally have done, difference that's distinctive about a human being is that the human being can do something that he doesn't want to do. Because the law tells him to do it. And that's Hamasa, something uniquely a deed, is when you're obeying the law. Ashayasun is taking this a whole step further, and that's Zulifnim Hadin. It's beyond the letter of the law, and that's what Rabchia was doing when he reimbursed that coin, even though apparently his judgment call was considered fear, according to the expertise and the level expected of an expert. So it would have been considered an ones. Nevertheless, he took responsibility. Yashe Koach, thank you for joining.